You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Pray, keep on praying is the title of this devotion. And this week, I would like to talk to you about prayer. It's a subject that is dear to my heart because I myself love doing it every day. And prayer is such an immense, wonderful uh, blessing of God. I mean, what are the words for it? And there are so many amazing books. I would especially advise you to, and you could go to LibriVox.com, L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X, LibriVox.com, and you can then download books for free. And they're in the public domain, all the Andrew Murray books. But on prayer, Andrew Murray has some phenomenal books on prayer, uh, with Christ in the School of Prayer is one of his books, and you can you can listen to it, and and that's such an easy way to go through a book. I personally like to listen to it several times, but the book I want to especially tell you about. It's called Power Through Prayer, by Edward McKendrick Bounds B O U N. Uh, what is it? C Bounds. Um, e, E-M Bounce, there we go, E-M Bounce. So I want to encourage you, go uh, to LibriVox.com and it's only 50 pages, 20 chapters, Power Through Prayer by E-M Bounce and it will bless you. I know it's a bit of a language that you have to just get used to. Uh, it's English, but, but just the terminologies used is a bit older But, wow, how phenomenal, especially in the second part of the book, he talks about uh, David Brainerd's prayer life. David Brainerd was a missionary to the North American Indians in the 1800s, and what a beautiful, precious man. He went to be with the Lord, I think when he was 30, before he was 31. And he was engaged to get married with um, with a lady called Yerusha, who was the daughter of Edwards, Jonathan Edwards. And Jonathan Edwards also uh, has done a book about David Brainerd, and you can read about him. What I remember, there's many things about David Brainerd. But one thing, he says, I have nothing to do with earth but to labor in it for God, was one of his statements. Another thing that he constantly talked about is that he was constantly living in the readiness to depart this life into the eternal life with Jesus, uh, you know, to be with him. As it says in 2 Corinthians 5, to be absent of the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And Paul says in Philippians 1, that's much better. And David Brainerd lived in that. Now, this is not a devotion about David Brainerd. This is a devotion about pray and keep on praying. And so I want to start here where Jesus gives a parable whereby he encourages us to do this. 
in Luke chapter 18, starting at verse 1. And then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not to lose heart. Many people, when they don't right away feel something or see something, then they feel they didn't gain something. But there's a lot of things we do where we don't feel or see anything, but we believe. One of the simplest examples, if you fill up your fuel tank of your car, you have so much faith that you receive without seeing it that you go pay for what you haven't seen. You haven't felt it, but you believe it. And so there's a lot of things we do by faith. And I want to encourage you, let prayer become something so real to you as you keep doing it that you will begin, oh, without question, to experience the fullness of the blessing of that prayer life, not only in the answers to it, but in the experience of the communion and fellowship with your loving Heavenly Father. And Jesus gives this parable that man always ought to pray and not lose heart. So he says, there was a certain city, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, Jesus said, and she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. She weary me. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect to cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? You see, by faith, we're able to take a hold of those things that are real, but invisible to us. At, uh, 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 and, and by faith, we take a hold of them and they become visible in us. And Jesus Christ is teaching us here that because the widow kept coming, the judge says, the only way for me to get rid of her is to just give her what she wants. It's not that the Heavenly Father wants, you to, wants to get rid of you and then give you what you want from Him. No, it's where the Heavenly Father uses this as an example, the Lord Jesus does, to show you, don't stop coming. Don't stop coming. That's the point. Don't stop coming. The intimacy of prayer for the Heavenly Father is more important really than the answers you're looking for. It's in the communion, in the fellowship that we have with Him that a life is made manifest in us in fellowship with the Father that is better than life itself. Oh, how David in Psalm 63 blessed the Lord. Go with me to Exodus chapter 34. And in Exodus 34, I want you to see what it says here in verse 8 through 10. So Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. And then he said, If now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray, go among us, even though we are a stiff-necked 
people and pardon our iniquity and our sin and take us as your inheritance. And he said, Behold, I make a covenant before all your people. I will do marvelous such as have not been done in all the earth nor in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I will do with you. Moses made haste to come into that place of prayer. Jesus is encouraging us to do what Moses did. He's saying, come on, look at that widow. She kept coming to that judge. She kept coming. Keep coming into prayer. Don't cease seeking God in prayer. Keep coming. And Moses made haste to come into such a place. And by that communion, in union with the Father in prayer, it opened up the rich bosom of God through him to see great wonders, which I believe today the Heavenly Father wants to do in you and me. In Deuteronomy chapter 9, please, starting at verse 18. Deuteronomy 9, 18. And I fell down before the Lord as at the first 40 days and 40 nights, and neither ate bread nor drank water because of all your sin which you had committed in doing wickedly in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. For I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure with which the Lord was angry with you to destroy you. But the Lord listened to me at that time also. And the Lord was very angry with Aaron and would have destroyed him. So I prayed for Aaron also at the same time. Then I took your sin, the calf which you had made, and burned it with fire and crushed it and, and ground it very small until it was fine as dust. And I threw the dust into the brook that descended from the mountain, also at Tabera and Mesha and Kibroth and Hathwa. You provoked the Lord to wrath. Likewise, when the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go out and possess the land which I have given you. Then you rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God, and you did not believe him, nor obey his voice. You have been rebellious against the Lord from the day that I knew you. Listen now. Thus I prostrated myself before the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. Listen now. I kept prostrating myself because the Lord had said he would destroy you. Oh, how this inspires me. Jesus is showing you the example of the widow that kept coming, kept coming and would not cease to come. And Jesus shows you in Moses how he was quick to come, but that when he came, he kept prostrating himself. He kept bowing down. He kept bowing down. He kept bowing down. He kept bowing down. He kept bowing down until finally, he was able to remove the wrath of God and touch that beautiful heart of mercy that was waiting for anyone to come to it. Oh, dear friend, there is so much available to you and me before the Lord in prayer. And I know that all of us can be so distracted by the things of this world and that we don't come very quickly and we don't come very persistently. 
But may this be a wake-up call for you and me. And I sure take it to heart when I'm sharing with you to keep coming and keep coming and keep coming and keep coming because there are so many judgments that unless somebody intercedes, they would break through and men would suffer the painful consequences of their wrong actions and wrong choices and wrong ways of talking. But there's mercy with God. There's mercy with God. Oh, friends, I should have been dead and forever lost in my sin and trespasses if my father and mother had not interceded for me and interceded for me and interceded and wouldn't stop interceding. And I believe that today the Lord is looking for those who will stand in the gap and who will not stop coming, who will not stop coming. And yes, you may say, yeah, but pastor, I know my spirit that, that the Lord has shown me it will change, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't pray. You see here in 1 Kings chapter 18, starting at verse 41. Verse 41. And Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink. Listen now, for there is the sound of an abundance of rain. Elijah could hear it coming, the answer in his spirit. It wasn't a physical sound. It was a spiritual sound. It was something that was coming from heaven and Elijah knew it in his spirit. Amen. And we may know by faith and by God's promises, the answer is there for me. And still it seems we're not able to grasp it. We're not able to see it come into our, our experience. And Elijah said, go eat and drink because I could hear the rain coming. So Ahab went up to eat and drink and Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel and then he bowed down like Moses on the ground and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, go up now and look toward the sea. And so he went up and he looked and he said, there's nothing. And seven times he said, go again. And then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Oh, dear friends, Elijah knew in the spirit what God had given needed to come into manifestation. And by faith, he took a hold of the invisible and kept pulling until it became visible. Now, prayer is taking a hold of those things that are real in heaven and see them become real on earth. As it says, our Father who art in heaven, thine kingdom come as it is, and thine will be done as it is in heaven here on earth. Jesus showed you there in Matthew 6 in the Lord's Prayer that praying is bringing those things that are awaiting us in heaven into the natural realm, into the realm where we can experience and see them. You see in, in Psalm 30, 31 verse 19, it says that God has great things stored up for us. There are blessings awaiting your prayers. Faith needs prayer and prayer needs faith. Now, let me close with this statement from James chapter five. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? 
Let him call for the elders of the church and tell them, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails most. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Now, Elijah's prayer is given as an example for you and me, not to cease, but to keep pressing on in prayer. Keep pressing on in prayer and to keep praying through. Keep praying through. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying until you get through. (laughs) And you'll know it. You'll know when you're through. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You'll know it. You'll feel in yourself. Oh, I feel the anointing of the Lord calling you and me to pray through. Pray through like the widow who broke through to the heart, softness of that hard heart of that unjust judge, so to speak, until he gave her what she was needing, the justice that was due her. And the Lord Jesus heard Moses and Moses kept pressing and kept pressing and kept pressing and the Lord saw Moses' heart for the people and said, okay, Moses, okay, 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 okay. I will give mercy because you connect with my mercy. I will give forgiveness because you connect with my forgiveness. I give love because you connect with my love. You see, friends, God's love is always the same. His mercy is never failing. His compassions are new every morning. And you could just keep praying until you've got it. And here comes, oh, what a glorious thing when prayers come into manifestation. Amen. Have a good day.